Hi, I'm Ryan. Hi, I'm Logan. And welcome to the Double L Podcast. We will be starting off talking about the MLB. So to start off with the MLB, let's take a look at the standings. Even though there are games right now, before currently the games for the American League East, the Yankees are 6-1 and one after... Um, being the Orioles and Nationals, they are six and one. Um, the last, and then the next team is the Baltimore Orioles, who are five and three. Um, then we have the Toronto Blue Jays, who are three and four. Then we have the Tampa Bay Rays, who are four and six. And then the Boston Red Sox, last place, three and six. And then the American League Central, we have the Minnesota Twins, who are doing great with Nelson Cruz, but we'll talk about that a little later. They are six and two. And then second place, we have the Detroit Tigers, who are five and three. That's shocking for most people since they are known as a pretty bad team. Then we have the Cleveland Indians, who Francisco Lindor has been doing a great job fielding wise. They are five and four. Chicago White Sox are four and four. And the Kansas City Royals are three and six. And for the American League West, we have the Houston Astros that are four and four, but also the Oakland Athletics were four and four. Which, in my I, my opinion, I personally think the Athletics are a team that might do pretty good this year. How do you feel about that, Leonard? Um, I think they have a very strong team. They could they they could get it done this year, even though coming off not the greatest year, did pretty mediocre last year. But young team, new year. Yep, brand new year. That is right, especially now the sixty game season. There's a chance at now at the most promising time. Now we have the Mariners in third place. They're four and five. Then we have the Angels in fourth place. They're three and six. And then last place, the Texas Rangers that are two and five. Um, now for the NL East, the Atlanta Braves are seven and three, even despite having Ronald Acuna. They are still the best team. In second, the Marlins are two and one due to coronavirus outbreak, having nineteen other players testing positive. Now, you know, I mean, you know, they might not even be in second because of the uh, not playing games. True, Nationals three and four also hasn't played as many games due to outbreak. Um, in fourth place, we have the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, one and two. Haven't played much games because played Marlins and were shut down due to the coronavirus. And in last place, three and seven, the New York Mets, who are letting everyone down. The bullpen has been blowing too many leaves. Their offense just can't get going. And sorry to cut you off, Leonard, but if you didn't know, Jason, Dizel, and Story Bogatti have made a Talking Mets podcast. We are not going to be talking about the Mets as much, but we are both Mets fans, and we'll talk about them probably the most out of all the MLB teams. So um, stay tuned for that later for some new news about that. But continue. Um, like I said, haven't been hitting. Their starters have been decent. You know, Stroman. Yeah, the bullpen. It's not holding up. Syndergaard both out due to injury. Syndergaard out till for the rest of the year. Stroman hopefully will be back by August 10th. 
Yeah, their bullpen selling, they just can't hit. They leave too many base runners on base. They have a, uh, I think they have a, they have a f- uh, four loss streak? Something like that, and they just took an L 4-0 to the Braves. Yes, they lost to the Braves earlier today. Uh, they lost, um... 4 nothing. Yeah, four nothing. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. For the AL Central, Cubs are six and two, starting off strong. Um. The Brewers three and three, doing pretty good. Yelich, even though with Yelich in a slump, still second place. Cardinals two and three, Reds two and five, and to nobody's surprise, the Pirates two and six haven't been good in the last couple of years. Get a rebound soon enough, but we'll see from there. Um, now for the AOS, which is or the NLS, which is probably the strongest um division right now in baseball. Rockies five and two, Pad- Padres six and three, Dodgers are also six and three, the Giants five and four, and the Diamondbacks are three and six. That whole division is positive, except for the Diamondbacks. That division is killing it right now. No one looks like they're stopping them. So now, after looking at the standings, before we take a look at the scores, we're going to take around the stats around the league. Now, when I say these stats, most people, you might not know these people because of the 60-game season and the coronavirus and injuries. You know, these are players that are having a lot of more baseball time and, you know, might be really uh, good. Maybe MVP candidate soon enough. So let's go, we're going to start off with the batting average in National League and American League. I don't want to do the top 20. We're just going to do the uh, top 10. So starting at number 10, we have the second baseman on the New York Yankees, DJ LeMahieu, with a batting average of 385, the former Colorado Rocky. He, uh, he's been a very uh, good player in these years. I wouldn't say MVP candidate, but, I mean, he's a guy that could win the Yankees championships. And, you know, he's one of those guys that's going to drive and run. So, you know, that's all you need. So, number nine, we have Michael Brantley, who has a batting average of 393. You know, you know, most people don't think of Michael Brantley when you say the Astros. They think of Jose Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, and Springer. But I personally think Michael Brantley is one of the key reasons why the Astros did um, really good Sorry to cut year. you off, Logan, but also – Altuve, Springer, and Correa have all been slums. Don't why you know because they don't have someone banging on a trash can this year. Yeah, new <laughs> you know not too many people are fans about that. We're trying to talk about the Joe Kelly situation yes. later on. So at number eight we have the uh, uh, pro Robinson Cano, the New York Met, with a batting average of three ninety three. And you know people don't really uh. People don't really think Cano is that good because of his age and, you know, the fact that he hasn't been that good. But in first week, he's been doing pretty yeah. good. So seventh, we have the Los Angeles, the Anaheim Angel, third baseman David Short Fletcher, seven. who a batting average of three ninety four. So, you know, he most people not most people don't even have him on fantasy teams, but he's been doing really good. So if you even if you do do or do not do fantasy, I would definitely uh, pick him up if you have the chance. Number six, we have Mike Yasmensky, 
I think he had a walk-off homer in one of the, one of the games. So he's the outright fielder on the San Francisco Giants. His batting average of 400. And, you know, the Giants are a team that you used to make the World Series. They won the World Series a few years ago. But after that, after losing Madison Bumgarner, you know, injuries, no, no Buster Posey this year, this guy can, you know, change some things. So the top five, this man, you might not know him because he's on the Baltimore Orioles. He's a second baseman. His name is Hanser Alberto. He has a batting average of 400. And, you know, since the Baltimore Orioles, you know, never really have been that good, you know, this guy and the Baltimore's are five and three. So, you know, he's a big reason why. Another left fielder on the uh, uh, Angels, you know, since Mike Trout hasn't been there past because he just had a baby. Congratulations, Trout. Uh, Brian Goodwin, you know, some people might know him, but he has never been this good than he has been so far this week. He has a batting average of 400. Now, for the third, you might know, might might know, might not. His name is Jacoby Jones. He's a center fielder on the Detroit he's Lions. Yes, average. He used to play what? for the Yankees, right? Am I the... No, yes. No, that's Jacoby so... Ellsbury. Yes. Yeah. He, he is no longer playing, but Jacoby Jones, the center fielder, with a batting average of 4.23, and you know, you know, people don't think, know him because he's on a bad team. So you know, if they maybe make the process here because of the new postseason rules, you know, he might be a known player for now. On, you know? yeah. so, the right fielder on the Seattle Mariners, Kyle Lewis, who has a batting average of 4.44. Um, not, some people may or might not know him, but I know him. Um, he is definitely someone that might not be on fantasy teams, so I would definitely add him. And at number one, the shortstop on the San Francisco Giants, Donovan Solano. Well, well, yeah, but also, for me, this this guy has corona. He's on the Marlins. He's batting 700, but obviously doesn't yes. count because he has corona, and he's played three games. His name's Miguel Rojas, tested positive for corona with the other 18 or so Marlins. Unfortunately, he's not someone you want to add because of this. Yes. But, you know, it, it is. Are we so, moving on to yeah. home runs, leader? Yes. Okay. Exactly what I was going to do. First, so we're going to go from 1 through 10 now. We have number one, the third baseman on the Pittsburgh Pirates, even though they haven't been doing that good. Colin Morin with five homers. He's batting average 321. Now, you might not know him, but you'll know the next guy, Mr. Aaron Judge, the right fielder with four homers. 259 average last year. Didn't play that many games because of injury-wise. Didn't do that well last year, but in the first week, he's doing pretty good. Next, we have Trevor Story, the shortstop in the Rockies. I mean, everyone knows him. Kids are buying his jerseys. I mean, this guy has never won MVP, but, you know, he's a guy that's going to – could he, win championships. He is a could. super – Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a uh, pro, yeah, I would say. Yeah, he's very good. Now, this man, you might not know, I have picked him up on my fantasy team. His name is Cesar Hernandez. He is the left fielder on the Blue Jays. He has been destroying the ball. He is, even though he only has four homers, if in the games against the Nationals, he was absolutely destroying it. Not just homers, but with singles and doubles. And, you know, homers isn't always the way to win games. You know, it's hits and runs. And, you know, this guy did it. This guy did it. Get four. So now we have Christian Vasquez, the catcher on the Red Sox, who had and four uh, three of those were in the series against the Mets, two in one game. He's been crushing it. Um, 
Disclaimer, Vazquez, Story, Judge, and Hernandez have all hit four home runs. So, Yeah, well, I mean, the first week, you know, you might not think that's a lot, but four and five, that's a lot of home runs yes. in just one week. Uh, we have uh, Max Kepler. He is a very big and tall guy in the Minnesota Twins. And, you know, some people might think Minnesota Twins are not going to win the division, but could be in a, a, a World Series candidate. And you know, this guy could be one of the reasons why. Uh, Samus, we have the third baseman, the Baltimore Orioles, who might, most people might not know. Rio Ruiz, he has three homers. You know, not much stuff to talk about because, you know, he hasn't been doing that well in the past few years, but maybe this year will change. Number eight, you know, the all-star Winterfield on the Kansas City Royals. He's always been good. Now this year he has three homers and a batting average of 324. And the next two are two Cubs. We have Javier Baez and Ian Happ that both have three. Obviously, Baez, kids, oh, everyone knows him. Ian Happ, you might not know, but he is the center fielder on the on the Chicago Cubs. And, you know, he's not a MVP candidate, but he's a guy that can roll oh, with some Sorry to cut guys. you off, but another disclaimer. Um, 14 people have it, three home runs, so we're just saying what's coming up for us. Yes. So, I don't want to go through all the stats right now, but because we talk about hitters, let's talk about pitchers. We're going to just do the ERA. We're going to do um, the top three because we don't uh, I get other stuff done from the MOB. For third, we have the pitcher on the Cincinnati Reds who have not been playing a lot because of COVID-19. And speaking of that, uh, Joey Votto, not people might not know, but he has been announced having COVID nineteen. And you know, he was having a pretty good year too so far. So I'm so sorry, Cincinnati. What is what does Joey Votto have to do with the Reds pitcher? No, yeah, he's Cincinnati not on the Reds. Reds. He's not. <laughs> he's on the Rangers. No, he's not. Yes, Joey he's Votto. on the Rangers. Joey Votto. Bro, is not I'll have to on look it Rangers. up. Yeah, I literally looked it up. Joey Votto's on the Cincinnati Reds, dude. The first oh, I'm baseman. thinking of Joey Gallo. Oh, oh my God. That's my bad. Well, yeah, you're bad. So he, so he has been put in the IL. He has COVID-19 symptoms. We'll probably hear if he has COVID-19 or not, but there's a good chance he will, so that's not a good sign for them. But the pitcher we're talking about is Sonny Gray, who has an ERA of .71. Two and zero. I mean, pitchers are not only gonna have like ten starts, so you know, two and zero already is pretty good for him. And number two, people are saying this guy's killing in his first two games. Shane Bieber who has an ERA of zero point zero zero, and that is just incredible. In two games, he's given up zero earned runs. That's, That's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And the first pitcher is Lance Lynn, who's only pitched one game, but he's one and zero. With uh, zero earned runs, too. But yeah. one game, you know. Shane Bieber should be first, but For not me. my call. But next, before we are all done with the MLB, we're going to talk about the scores. Yes. So, the final scores, postponed games. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Cardinals Brewers, Phillies Blue Jays, Cardinals Brewers, they were supposed to have a doubleheader today. And then the Nationals Marlins has been postponed today and probably future yeah. games. But there's been three final games. So yes, far. there have three games. Um, so we 
talked about it. The Mets and Braves. The Braves won four nothing. They have a five game winning streak. As for the Mets, they dropped in the last uh, team of the division. So tomorrow's a I don't want to say a must win game, but it's a very important game to win. Um. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds beat the Detroit Tigers 4-3. Um, game was called short. I don't know what due to, but only played seven innings. The Reds. They were supposed to play. Oh, no, 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 no. It was because that's how it works now. The doubleheaders is seven innings. I don't know why the second game hasn't started yet, but the commissioner made. Uh, oh, no, their second uh, game's tonight. At five or third. I was supposed to get 3.10 p.m., but I yes. guess it's moved tonight. So the Rays Orioles, the Orioles won five yeah. one against the And then the current games that are going on right now, we have White Sox beating the Royals nine to two in the top of the ninth. So that's probably a um, White Sox win. The Twins are beating the Cleveland Indians three one also in the top of the ninth. Um only zero still zero outs close, game. close that's game. A- Cleveland could pull it through, but this is um, a matchup of two high quality teams, so could be close, could be not. So yes, and then the you just said the Pirates no, Cubs game. No, that's uh, I guess I will now. Um, the Pirates Cubs game tied one one, top nine man on first for the. Pirates also could be the Pirates aren't the best team. It's two and six. Cubs are six and two. Low scoring game. The anything could happen right now. One one, and especially with the new um, extra innings rule, if it even gets to extra innings, with a guy starts on second, it could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, so. Um, yeah, you can continue games. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, some of the, uh, people who have opted out after winners done with the game. So. Um, San Diego, Colorado, top seven, Colorado was up 5-1. Um, uh, San Francisco versus Texans, Texas, uh, Texas is up 3-1 to one in, at the end of the third inning. So top of the fourth, yes. Same thing. Um, top four, the Dodgers are beating the Diamondbacks two nothing. Um, Houston is winning two nothing in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, Seattle is beating Oakland one nothing in the bottom of the third. And yeah, that's it for now. And then tonight's games are Red Reds Tigers. We're not sure what's going on because on. Scores, it says supposed to be at 3.10 p.m. Oh. Not sure what's going on. But then the Sox Yankees is at 7.08 p.m. That's a good For me, game. Detroit, Cincinnati is at 5.30 p.m. Uh, Detroit is home. And the Yankees are also home for their game. So before we finish our baseball, earlier this morning, if you didn't hear that, Yoanda Cespedes was missing. But about 10, 15 minutes ago, I got a report or saw on the – News, I guess. Uh, Cespedes is safe and healthy, but has opted out of the 2020 season. So I'm sorry for Cespedes or Mets fans, but that's unfortunate. And I already talked about Jovato, but um, also if you don't know, the Astros closer named Roberto Azuna had arm discomfort and will go on, uh, will undergo MRI. So that's a huge loss for the Astros. And then a couple a day ago, we heard that Red Sox have shut down Eduardo Rodriguez. So he is 
won't pitch this season after developing heart condition. So, yeah, I mean, safety is all that matters, I mean, pretty much now. And then before we finish, let's also talk about some slumps that have been going on that are MVPs, you know, Christian Yelich, Ronald Acuna Jr. Bellinger, who actually just hit a home run 10, 15 minutes ago. Alonzo's in a huge slump. He's only hit one home run, not doing much else. He's batting, like, either just above 100 or just below 100. And if you didn't know, today was all speaking about Cody Bellinger. Today is Craig Kershaw's first start after having a back injury. Now, um, also, Rob Mann from the commissioner warns MLB season might be canceled this week. So I'm so sorry, MLB fans. But um, it's not the end of the world because coming up next, another sport that is still going on, the NBA. Yeah. Thank Leonard. you, Logan. Um, So... The NBA this season, they are playing in Orlando in what are we calling the bubble. Um, they are playing eight-game regular season, and then they are playing a the postseason normally. Um, first off, um, players who won't be playing, two key players, um, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant will not be in Orlando to play with the Nets. And also, Spencer... Dinwiddie and um, DeAndre Jordan are also opting out of the season. So Nets have lost four key players now. Don't think they have a really good shot. But on Thursday, the first day back, the Lakers beat the Clippers with LeBron James hitting a game-winning dunk. LeBron had 16 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists. Anthony Davis had 34 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Kawhi Leonard... Um, had went twenty eight three and four. Paul George three five and three, and the second game that night, the um Jazz played the Pelicans. The Jazz won that game. Ironically, Rudy Gobert hit the game winning free throw, considering he shut the NBA down. Zion thirteen points, one re uh, one assist. Brandon Ingram twenty three points, eight rebounds, no assists. Donovan Mitchell, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Mike Conley, 20 points, uh, 1 assist, uh, one rebound, 4 assists. Friday night, uh, the Magic and the Nets played. The Magic won 128-118. Um, Nikola Vucevic had 22 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. Karis LeVert seven, had 17 points, two, 2 rebounds, and 7 assists. Like I was saying, the Nets are missing 4 key players. Not going to be that good. The Blazers also beat the Grizzlies in overtime, 140-135. John Morant put up 22 points, 5 rebounds, and 11 assists. Sharon Jackson Jr., 33 points, 3 rebounds, 0 assists. C.J. McCollum, 33 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists. Damian Lillard, 29 points, 5 rebounds, 9 assists. Then the Suns beat the Wizards, 125-112. DeAndre Ayton put up 24-12-3. Devin Booker had 27 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists. And a name you don't see every day, Rui Hachimura, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist. Then the Bucks beat the Celtics, 119-112. Giannis starting back where he left off, 36 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists. Jason Tatum, 
five points, seven rebounds, three assists, shot one of the worst shooting percentages in NBA history, went two for 18, and one of the points the Bucks scored on their own hoop, and Tatum was credited with the points. Um, the Spurs beat the Kings 129-120. Darren Fox, 39 points, three, three rebounds, six assists. DeMar DeRozan, 27 points, five rebounds, 10 assists. Uh, to finish off that night, the before, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Ryan. But breaking, well, not breaking news, but an hour ago we talked about how the Tigers game finished. But what you didn't know was that Tigers pitcher Tyler Alexander set an MLB record with nine straight strikeouts today. Just wanted to tell that, that you was know. Fun. Okay, the Rockets beat the Mavericks in overtime, one fifty three, one forty nine. Harden also starting where he left off, 49 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Luka Doncic also putting up, also coming back the way he ended. Uh, Triple-double, 28 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. On to Saturday night's games, or Saturday's games. Um, he beat the Nuggets 125-105, Butler 20. 22, 4, and 7. Bam out of bio, 32, 9, and 6. Jokic, 19, 7, and 6. Um, the Jets lost to the Thunder, 110, 94. Um, Donovan Mitchell, 13, 1, and 4. Conley, 12, 2, and 4. And then uh, Chris Paul, 18, 7, and 7. Shea Gilgis Alexander, 19, 12, and 6. The Pelicans lost to the Clippers, 126, 103. Zion having some trouble on the way back or on the restart, only putting up seven points, five rebounds and zeros, uh, seven points, five rebounds and zero assists. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 14, two and zero. Paul George went 28, three and one. Kawhi, 24, six and five. Embiid, uh, our Sixers lost to the Pacers, 127, 121. Embiid had a monster game, 41 points, 21 rebounds, four assists. Ben Simmons, 19-13-4, and, and putting up a double-double. T.J. Warren just put them over the Sixers, having 53 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. Victor Oladipo, 15 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 assists. And to finish off Saturday night, um, the Raptors beat the Lakers, 107-92. LeBron, 20-10-5. Uh, Anthony Davis, 14-6-3. And the Raptors, uh, Kyle Lowry had 33 points, 14 rebounds, 16, 6 assists. Pascal Siakam, 5, 9, and 3. Um, now to see what's going on now in the NBA to finish off the NBA. Um, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Washington Wizards, 118-110. In the... End of the third quarter, Boston up 89-77 over the Trailblazers. Memphis is losing at halftime to the Spurs, 59-54. And tonight's games are Sacramento, Orlando at 6. At 8.30, Milwaukee, Houston. And at 9, Dallas versus Phoenix. Um, yeah. Um, Thank you, Lana. Now on to NHL, which just started... Yesterday, um, they're doing for, with the NHL. They are playing qualifying games and then normal playoffs. Um, 
excuse me if I pronounce some of these names wrong. Hockey names are very hard to pronounce. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Rangers 3-2. Um, Sabanajad and Mark Stahl had a goal for the Rangers, and Ajo scored 61 seconds into the game, or Ajo or Nikas or Slavin did, but they scored 61 seconds into the game, which you can't really do that considering it's a playing game. You first to win two games is in the playoffs. Um, Henrik Lundqvist played an atrocious in goal, considering he let up a goal in six games. Um, the Islanders did beat the Carolina Panthers. Pajot and Buellviller scored, and then for the Panthers, Herberdu scored. Don't I like I said I don't really know how to pronounce hockey names. They are very confusing. Yeah. Um. Now on to the NFL, Logan. So as well, um, if you didn't look on Instagram or follow the Instagram, they did the uh, top 100 for this year. Now, I'm not going to start – by the end of this, as we move on in the podcast, I will talk – do the whole – we are going to do 85 to 100. So, coming in at number – dead 100 for top 100, we have Levante David. Now, if you don't know him, he's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, 100 last year in the 2019, he wasn't even in the top 100. So, knowing that, that's pretty impressive yes. that he got in here. And 99, we have the Oakland Raider tight end Darren Waller, who is a rookie. So, obviously, he wasn't ranked last year because he wasn't even in last year's season. But, I mean, I feel like he could have been ranked a little higher. But for a kid like him, yeah. getting in the top 100 in his first season, that's really impressive. So. And if you didn't know, only four people have went 10 for 10, which means in 10 seasons yes. they played, they got in the top 100. And it is Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and yes. Larry Fitzgerald. So, at number 98, we have the offensive guard Brandon Brooks on the Philadelphia Eagles. Last year, I'm surprised he wasn't even in the top 100, but this year he is ranked 98. We have Buddha Baker, who most people might not know. He was also not ranked last year. Then we have the running back, Chris Carson. And, you know, it was, a, it was a little confusing last year because they had, like, three running backs. They had Chris Carson, Marshawn Lynch, and then they had um, yeah. a few injuries going back and forth. But he was ranked 96, the running back. And then next we have Frank Clark, the, the pro, who last year was ranked 85, now drops 10 and 95. He's on the winning Super Bowl team, Kansas City Chiefs. Then we have the brother of Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, ranked 94 last year, ranked 72. He is also an offensive guard. Then we have the wide receiver on the Chicago Bears, Allen Robinson, who last year also wasn't even added. And, you know, I'm surprised this year he was because, you know, of how Trubisky wasn't really. Yeah, Trubisky can't throw a ball for his life. Um, 92nd, we, we have. Darius Slay, who last year was ranked 86, dropped six uh, six spots uh, after being traded to the Eagles. 
Um, Grady Jarrett, now a 91 defensive tackle for the Atlanta Falcons, had a very good season, wasn't even top 100 last year. Um, next, we have Kyler Murray, wasn't ranked last year. Obviously, he is a rookie. Um, very, he's also very upset, you know, just it's a video game, Madden, his Madden rating. If yeah. you didn't hear about that, he was very rated very low in his mind yes. after one season. Um, Cooper Cup wasn't ranked last year either. Had very good seasons with the Rams. Now an eighty nine. Now ranked eighty ninth. Um, Jalen Smith last year was ranked sixty first. Now is ranked eighty eighth. Uh, Logan. 87, we have the quarterback on the Buffalo Bills, and I'm surprised he's this low, but his name is Josh Allen, and he's known for his arm and sometimes for his running. So I'm surprised he's this low, but hopefully he'll change it after this season. And cut you off, but the, um, I just uh, got an alert that Lions receiver Geronimo Allison has just opted out of the season. If you didn't hear about yesterday, quarterback Matthew Stafford has the coronavirus, if you didn't know that. Um, also, speaking about that, before we finish our 85, um, Gardner Minshew has also been reported having COVID-19. So even though football season hasn't started yet, that's not looking too good for him. And the he Jets might have it, but he might not. He was just placed on the commissioner's COVID list, which means you could have been in contact with COVID or you might have it. Now, 86, the linebacker Marlon Humphrey on the Ravens, who they are looking in for the hunt after losing to the Titans in a, an embarrassment, as they say. And they, he wasn't even ranked the last year in the top 185th. This may shock a lot of us. The tight end on the Eagles, Zach Ertz, who was last year ranked 40, now dropped over over um a lot, over 40. I mean, it sucks for a guy like him because, you know, he's usually the best tight end in the league. And... 85th, I mean, that's a huge difference. So, we are done for 100 for now. But let's talk about another Antonio Brown incident. If you did not hear, he has been suspended for eight <laughs> games. He got suspended He got suspended for multiple violations of the league's personal if, conduct. Even if, Anton- if Antonio Brown even decides to play, he announced retirement a couple months ago. But if he comes back, he will be suspended game no matter what. And he obviously, since he retired, he's currently a free agent. I mean, the last time we saw him on the field was with the New England Patriots in For 2019 what? against Miami Dolphins. He played only one game. I mean, are you surprised this is happening, Ryan? No, I mean, he, as you know, he's known as Antonio Clown. I mean, football players, him in general, can do some stupid shiz. And they can get them. I mean, I mean, the history. I mean, in the past, he's been charged with sexual assault and rape. I mean, knowing this, do you think anyone's going to sign him? Probably not. I mean, five years ago, he was a top five wide receiver, and now he's not even in the league. Yeah, I mean, after dropping out of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know. It means a lot. I mean, also, if you didn't know, uh, LaShawn McCoy did sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one year deal. Um, that offense could be very lethal. Logan, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, now having Tom Brady, Gronk, and now with Sean McCoy, I mean, the and speaking about who knows how many more COVID cases there can be, I mean, if everyone stays healthy on that team, they're going to be a very dangerous team. And, I mean, if you didn't know, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, and I must admit, I mean, I'm scared because, you know, this team plus the Saints and now the Falcons got Gurley, I mean, this division is going to be pretty crazy. I mean, it's going to be a fight for that one seed between the Bucs Speaking and of the Panthers, Logan, how do you feel about the Panthers signing Bridgewater? I mean, you know, I feel like it's really weird that they signed a wide receiver after Cam left. Not talking about Teddy, but Robbie Anderson. But, you know, Teddy, you know, it's a little scary because, you know, he's not known for being the starter. He's known for being the uh, – the guy who could back up, you know, he backed up Breeze and did really good in six games. So I'm hoping he can do what he did for the Saints, for the Panthers yeah. this year. And we'll um, uh, if you uh, didn't know about the opt-outs, one of a huge wide receiver, the man who a former 49er, Marquise Goodwin, has opted out of the 2020 season. And plus, one of the four players of the Patriots, Dante Hightower, a pro bowler, has opted out of the um, 2020 season. I'm pretty season. sure so has Patrick Chung. Yes, you all, you might not know these three people, but Dan Vital, the fullback, the running back Brandon Bolden, and the offensive line Nigel Torrent oh. is also. And then uh, the left tackle for the Giants, Nate Solder, has opted out. A huge loss for the Giants, you know, because they have an awful offensive line already, and now taking away, considering he's not even good an offensive line, but taking away one of their best offensive linemen. I mean, yeah, if you didn't know, Ryan Leonard's a New York Giants fan. So, before we end our first episode of our podcast, I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about possible future MVP, uh, future Hall of Famers. Now, let's talk for a second before we end it between the old quarterbacks. Let's talk about Eli Manning. Do you think, even though you are a Giant fan, do you think he has the has what it takes to be a Hall of Famer. Do you think In my opinion, I think he does two Super Bowl rings. He carried a nine and seven Giants team over an eighteen and zero Patriots team. I mean, that's a crazy statistic. I mean, you gotta be his. I mean, his win percentage five hundred, and all around, he's he's obviously worse than Peyton, but not he comes from a football back. His dad played for the Saints um, in the NFL. His brother, Peyton, played for the Broncos, also won a Super Bowl. And then he also played a – also won two Super Bowls. So, in my opinion, yes, he is a Hall of Famer. What about you? What did you think? I mean, you know, I'm not as a Giants fan just knowing – living in New York, watching him play for the Giants. I mean, you know, people might argue he might not be because, you know – He's most people know Manning by Peyton Manning, but I honestly think Eli Manning did what he had to do. You know, he won, he won championships for his team, and that's what your job is to do as quarterback. You're supposed to be a captain, a leader, and win championships. If you do that, and you know you're a well-known quarterback, and you don't, you don't stop playing until you know you can't do it anymore. You know, this is when he can't do it. I honestly think this guy has what it takes to be a future Hall of Famer. And our last. Uh, person I want to talk about before we end it is Philip Rivers, who is still currently playing. He is the quarterback in the Colts, but known as the Chargers. Leonard, do you know? Do you think Philip Rivers 
will be a future um, Hall of Famer. To be honest, I think it's 50-50. Uh, he's been decent. Um, yeah, I mean, considering he's he's really old. He's like 37. Um, He's brought his team to the postseason. Also, wasn't even supposed to be a Charger. Drew Brees was originally the starter for the Chargers. And then he got traded, and then they drafted Rivers. Um, Even though they were going to draft yes. Eli, but Eli didn't want to play for the Chargers. Sure. So um, uh, Rivers has also never won a Super Bowl. Yes, that's what I was going to say. He's never won a Super Bowl. That's a huge thing when it comes to um, He's had players. six postseason appearances, five playoff wins, never won a Super Bowl. He he was an ace QB at some point, but to be honest, it's 50-50 with him. Never won a Super Bowl, really, still really good, but it's 50-50. So, my, my perspective on Phillip Rivers, I mean, you know, he, he's a good guy. I mean, he loves the game, you know, that's a thing you need. And I feel like he could have won a Super Bowl, you know. I feel like if he was on a good team, you know, he, he could have done it, but I feel like just because that Super Bowl part and, you know, how he's not, he was never really a first round, you know, draft pick or top five, I don't think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't, I really don't think so. Unless if he does really good with the Colts, but at his age and knowing the Colts, I just um, don't see that. Actually, I want to do one more. Um, How about Marshawn Lynch? Do you think he will be Hall of Famer, even close to Hall of Famer? What do you think? You you see, with this, I mean, he's done a lot of memorable plays. You know, the play against the Saints, you know. I mean, you know, he has what it takes. I think he has a better chance than Rivers. The question is, is I feel like he could be. I could see him being a Hall of Famer. So, you know, yep, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say he's going to be a Hall of Famer because I feel like he's a guy that you're – kids are going to remember him for, you know. When you say Marshawn Lynch, you're going to remember him. You mean Philip Rivers, you might remember him because he was a quarterback, but, like, if he wasn't a quarterback, I don't think anyone would really remember him. So, for Marshawn Lynch, you know, I'm going to say he could be a Hall of Famer. I mean, I think he has what it takes. I know he's probably done, but he had a really good career, so what do you um, think, I think he has what it takes. I think he could have been Put more over the top if he, if the Seahawks ran the ball on in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, but yeah, that would have been a huge. That would have even put Marshawn Lynch winning, uh, making a Hall of Fame even more higher chance. I mean, that would have been one of his best uh, plays. I'm pretty sure problem. he does have a Super Bowl win. Yes, but in that. Scenario that would have been huge because they were losing by four, you know, 20 and, seconds. You know, he does have a lot of memorable plays. If you think, if you think all time Seattle Seahawks, you think Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, Bobby Wagner, um, all these other players. And if you didn't know, they just traded for Seahawks safety, uh, Jamal Adams or uh, the former Jets, yes, Jamal yes. Adams. Um, so is that gonna do it, Logan? Think so, ladies um, and gentlemen. I guess we will see you guys either Tuesday or Wednesday. 
um, of all If you did not know, we both play uh, baseball, but we will try our best here yeah. next episode. It will be exactly like today, pretty much. You know, I'm gonna we're going to be covering baseball, basketball, football, hockey news, you know, all around the world. I mean, we hope that the baseball season doesn't end and neither does hockey basketball because, you know, we got to have something to talk about. <laughs> but, um, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Logan. And my name is Ryan Lunner. And thank you for coming in and listening to the Double L Podcast. Thank you, and goodbye.